Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. We've got Larry on his phone down there in the Southland. Hi, Larry. Hey, Stuart. Uh, before we get rolling, I want a little housekeeping note here. Uh, Brighty on is uh, we're still not able to get up on on site, and I got an email from someone. I want to read a little bit of it. And uh, if you're also having issues logging into our membership site, you have to delete the www from your URL. Evidently, there's been a big change there. And uh, <laughs> remember what the Lord said, the day is coming when you cannot work, when the gospel will be outlawed and censored off the uh, Internet, basically. And I think that's what's happened anyway. I want to get back to Brighton because Patty's been working hard to try and <laughs> get this up. And uh, she's emailed them. She's captured what it says, and uh, no replies, whatever. Anyway, this fellow, um, I'm not going to read the first part of it. He obviously doesn't care for Mike Adams. But anyway, uh, Brighteon, of course, is Mike Adams, or he runs it. And uh, But certain, this is what he says. He says certain good people suddenly are no longer on Brighteon although I don't know if they left or were booted out. So your problems might be technical or just maybe not. Uh, We're having trouble uploading basically all over the place, and sometimes uh, Patty stays up fairly late to get this stuff done uh, before she leaves the office. And and, uh, what's interesting is uh, sometimes – you can't do it. You can't. You just can't get anything up. And so then we have to go in early in the morning to try and get it up. And I, I don't know exactly what's going on, but uh, we've had a lot of problems with censorship from the very get-go, uh, years and years and years ago, uh, to the point even where we've had uh, <laughs> attempts to shut us totally down uh, by elimination, let's put it that way. Um, then I got another email, and I want Larry to comment on this one because it ties into Barry Rothman and his latest um, reptilian UFO, Barack Obama, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, the reptilians being the key, key one. And, of course, we've gone over this some before. I want to get into this arrival business because this is soon coming. And you're going to have to prepare yourself uh, for not only yourself, but the neighbors. And what's coming is going to be so, how do I say, real and uh, so convincing that the vast majority of people here in the United States, let alone the world, are going to embrace these arrivals. And I found a prophecy a long time ago. That was issued, and I'm going to read that one too. But anyway, here's a here's a um, uh, email we got. Agreed on Fort Huachuca, I guess is how you pronounce it. What a creepy place indeed. Spent nearly a year there. Too long. <laughs> Lucky to have made it out. The TSSCI dude once said. They call the mothership from that location. No joke. What a hole in the ground. As I left, I remember thinking, Lord, how about some of that holy fire of God, sulfur and brimstone and such? Who knows? It could help, yeah, but 
creepy, super creepy. What do you think, Larry? With, with this well, it's, in his it's latest. No it's no secret that uh, Barry Rothman knows some things about Fort Hachua. And uh, ironically, as I said when we were talking on the last show, it's odd that that is basically on the Mexican border in Arizona where all the thousands and thousands and thousands are pouring across the border. And uh, maybe it doesn't have a connection, but then again, it might have a big connection, actually. Uh, You know, they are reporting that some of the... (laughs) Uh, illegal migrants are vanishing or are absolutely not to be found. Nobody knows where they went, which may yep. mean that uh, maybe some of them are being funneled into these black projects unknowingly. And uh, we don't know. I mean, we just don't know. However, if you'll remember, Barry Rothman was approached by a guy. He called him a, basically a time traveler that was connected with that location, Hachua. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, he was the one that knew the book. Already he knew the book that Barry Rothman had picked off the uh, library counter just, uh, what, five minutes before. And he was the one that blocked uh, the car that Barry was driving and also threatened uh, deep state uh, problems or issues involving uh, pornography on Barry's website uh, if uh, Barry didn't back off of where some of this was taking him. And so, yeah, I I would expect anything, and I would expect probably if it was known that uh, that fort probably has, uh, I would say, uh, layers and layers of depth under the ground. Yeah, it is interesting when you read the words that he's found in the Torah Code, which we've gone over, but let's do it again. Huicachuca, whatever, fort, that's that place. Reptilian, UFO, China, Sons of Anak, Army, Barack H., from a Nazi. Now, if you go back into what he... uh, has done, Barry, on his Torah codes, you always seem to find the Reich, the Fourth Reich. And uh, remember, the Third Reich channeled to get a lot of uh, UFO, high-tech, anti-gravity stuff. They were into the occult. And, and of course, the demonic forces, satanic forces, channeled information to them so that they could build their um, anti-gravity UFOs. And also they were working on the nuclear bomb, and probably, uh, from what I've read, they probably would have had it within another three or four months. So we got, (laughs) the Lord obviously was behind the, the demise of the Third Reich, but did it actually get demised? And the answer really, basically, if you do your research, is no. It simply transferred itself. It transferred over to the United States, most of it under Project Paperclip. And uh, all those guys that were involved in all of this um, came over here under Operation Paperclip. And... uh, I can't think of his name right now, but he was the head of NASA's uh, Redstone Arsenal for a long time. Yeah, go ahead, Larry. Warner Van Braun. Yes, Von Braun. And Carol Rosen made mention of the fact that uh, the last card was going to be the alien card. And they were, this is, she's referring to the military industrial complex. Well, we can now add the military, industrial, and medical or uh, pharmaceutical complex, which has risen up rapidly to uh, take control via WHO, the World Health Organization. I'll get into a little bit of that, hopefully. But it's kind of interesting how uh, Dr. Sala and all these guys, in fact, in in uh, this thing from Barry, he's got a picture of the U.S. Navy's secret space program, which is a book he wrote, 
Michael Sala, Ph.D., and he's got a picture of a U.S. naval officer shaking hands with a Nordic, or we could call maybe a tall white. And um, then he says, have reptilian Nordics and other alien species infiltrated our government, our military, including Fort Huacuchuca, I guess, I don't know how you pronounce that, and our aerospace industry? And did they bring with them any Nazi philosophies that they shared with Germany? Yes, absolutely. The Third Reich metamorphoses into the Fourth Reich. And uh, remember what um, von Braun warned Carol Rosen, that this last card, this alien card, was a fake. So... (laughs) Actually, what he meant by that, no one truly, truly knows. Now, we do know that Project Bluebeam, and if you you can look it up online, you can get a copy of Project Bluebeam to read it. The, the person who uh, brought that forward, they murdered him, as was the thing to do back in those days. If you stepped on a few toes, and uh, it didn't matter how high up the uh, the line you were, you simply were done in. In fact, there are a number of people who claim that John F. Kennedy was going to release a lot of this UFO alien stuff, and that was one of a number of reasons why they got rid of him. Yeah, that and was... Uh, go ahead, Larry. I was just going to mention that guy that uh, brought out the Bluebeam Project was Serge Monast. Yes, from Canada, and I think they got his son, and then they killed him. And uh, kind of the same thing that happened to, uh, well, what's his name? <laughs> I'm dropping names right now. Uh, can't think of it. Um, but I was on his show a couple of times. Oh, that's a, that was Art Bell. Art Bell, yes, and his son uh, was uh, destroyed, and then they destroyed Art as well. This is how they work. But anyway, I wanted to read something to you. This is a prophecy from Celestial. I've read it before, some time ago, but I want to read it again, because this arrival is very close at hand. Thessalonians calls for the UFO arrival a strong or effectual delusion, these are my words, that God himself sends upon all of humanity for their Christ rejection and refusal to enter in and walk the narrow way. And that is easily proved from the scriptures. And the vast majority of Christians mock all of that. Anyway, here's the prophecy that she gave some time ago. These people, this is God speaking, she says, so just take it with a grain of salt. These people are not listening. He's talking about his own. They are not heeding my voice that I have lifted up all over the world. They ignore the appointed prophets and the prophetic messengers that I have sent. They mock and ridicule them or turn their faces away from my words. Their ears are so heavy with worldliness and their hearts so dull to hear that even if I screamed, they would not hear it. Behold, the entry to Daniel's 70th week is at hand, and the times and things of the end will unfold as they have been prophesied in Scripture each one bearing down upon the previous one until the birth pangs multiply to no end. The world will labor and bring forth the glorious appearing of my son and first fruit, Jesus Christ. Then she goes into this prophecy. And uh, Larry, break in anywhere you want. Perils, woes, disasters, devastations. desolations and signs of the end now listen carefully to how she words this because this is right on dead on scriptural the devil comes down to you 
in another skin, in another form. He appears before you saying, let us shake hands. And I just showed you where Dr. Salas got this Navy guy shaking hands with a, a Nordic. The Nordics are the, or the tall whites. They're blonde, blue-eyed, uh, kind of like uh, the, what did they call those in the Nazi world? Um, Larry. Um, they were blonde and blue-eyed. And that was the, uh, that was to be the new human race, basically, of well, the fourth, kind of, of the third of, Reich. Kind of reminds me of the movie Taken, which when yes. you saw that, if you'll remember, Stuart, they have never released, that was actually on a sci-fi channel, but they've never released that movie ever again, and it was a great movie. Yes, it was. And the end result of the crossbreeding of the hybrid of the aliens and humanity was a blonde, blue-eyed Aryan. <laughs> that, that, that whole show was the Fourth Reich. That's what it was about. Anyway, he says, he appears before you, saying, let us shake hands and be friends. He will call himself brother, savior, friend, and many will receive him and be deceived by him. Many will believe the lying words and wonders that he causes to multiply and populate all corners of the earth. And she jumps into something else. You shall see this abomination come to earth. Strange beings, strange lights, strange technology flowing among you as the cunning serpent, serpent makes his final attack against the seed of the woman. And, of course, that's Christianity. And also, uh, unfortunately... Uh, this is the great delusion that Israel has to uh, go through. Anyway, it's a, a kind of, the cunning serpent makes his final attack. This is the last one against the woman. Humanity, woe to you. And she says, for once this evil appears, you will not hold it back. As the angels cannot hold back my bowls of wrath appointed for the end of days, as no one can hold back the waves of the sea, so you will not be able to rebox this evil you have invited upon the earth. And evidently, that's a key phrase, the evil you have invited upon the earth. In other words, we have welcomed them already. And as I've told you the story of a friend of mine, we were aloft flying back from Seattle to Minneapolis late at night, and he started to open up. He was a naval commander. And he said, Stuart, i got to tell you something. He had to get it off his chest, and he related this story of this arrival of a huge mothership and how Eisenhower and the rest of them got on board. And this is well known in the UFO area. I know a lot of people think all of this is just hocus pocus. No, it is not. It is not, folks. This is real. And you're going you're gonna to come to the time where you're going to be able to see these people. You're going to be able to touch these people. They are going to have stuff with them. To prove who they are, it's going to be so real that you will not be able to deny it unless you are protected by the Lord Jesus Christ. So this is, now she continues, in your towns and villages, they will appear. In your cities and your urban centers, they will dwell with you and they will multiply themselves among you and rage against you as wild beasts until your numbers are depleted and your flesh is destroyed. 
Now, I'm not exactly sure what she means by that, Larry, but with what is going on and what Barry Rothman has found with the mRNA vaccines of Pfizer and Moderna and all that, he found out that the fallen ones were part of the, uh, how do we say, educating our our, uh, pharmaceuticals on how to produce this that would then change humanity and basically it would destroy the human flesh and we would become hybrids. Is that how you would read what she says here? That could be, but, you know, that's not all that unusual because if you remember, the fallen angels are the very ones that brought pharmacia to planet Earth. That's right. They did, folks. I mean, this is real. I know people just can't believe the Bible is true, but it is. Anyway, if it was not for my mercy... No flesh could survive this. No single man, woman, or child could live to see the coming of my of the Lord Jesus Christ. Before my coming, this will occur. So she's telling you, before he arrives, this is going to be the uh, strong delusion of Thessalonians. Strange beings coming in light, wrapped in light carrying light shall appear fully and openly to all of mankind, speaking to each one in his mother tongue, speaking in strange languages, ancient languages. And remember what Serge Monant had to say in Project Bluebeam, how this is all a deception. Anyway, they are going to uh, be speaking in ancient languages in all, if they were here or um, in England or places like that, they will speak in English. Uh, Advancing kinship that is actually cursed and forbidden since the days of my servant Noah. This token of brotherhood is false. It is a lie and an abomination. It is cursed and forbidden in my holy word to engage with strange flesh. Now, back in the days of Noah, you will remember there was an arrival. And uh, the aliens uh, took up with the women, earth women, and produced hybrids. And those hybrids were giants because of the uh, environment that uh, the world was much smaller than it is now. It had much more oxygen in the atmosphere than it has now. And uh, there had been no water. It missed it. That's how everything was, uh, how do I say, watered by uh, mist rather than rain. It had never rained before. Anyway, for I, the Lord, have set the whole world upon its pillars, that it should not be moved from the genesis to the fulfillment of all things. I have said that all things I made shall only produce seed after their own kind. A sheep shall not produce a goat, nor shall a male produce offspring, only the female. But in the days of Noah, and then again in Sodom and Gomorrah, There was a mixing of strange flesh. The sons of God as light-bearing angels came down to the women of earth and produced from them satanic seed, cursed children, who roamed the earth many cubits high and covered the world in violence. Well, that's exactly what Genesis says. There were giants in the earth in those days. Now, uh, Steve Quayle's done a lot of research on the giants, and I think the largest one they found was like 35 feet tall. But there is a fellow on YouTube, and he does something about the mud fossils. And if what he is showing to be true, there were giants. I mean, real giants. Much, much taller. Hundreds of feet tall roaming the earth. Anyway, she continues. 
There is rage in their heart. They will come again. And mankind shall be a tiny enemy, greatly devastated and defeated before them. Now, there is a passage, Larry, I believe in Isaiah, let not the giants live again. Is that right? I know it's in one of the versions. It's not the King James. Yeah, Remember that? Uh, I think it's in the Israeli Israel Bible and also in one of the older Bibles where it talks about pray, pray. It says to pray that those giants never live again. Anyway, for this evil you people have done to invite them there again. We have really literally invited these entities to come. And not only have we invited them, we have treaties with them. I know a lot of people think that's nuts. No, it is not. It's real. And those treaties are one of the reasons why we have human abductions by aliens. And we also have human abductions by our U.S. military posing as aliens. I'll tell you what, folks, you wouldn't believe some of the stuff that's actually going on. Now, the X-Files series portrayed some of that. And a lot of people wondered, where did Chris Carter get all of his information? Well, it was it's like when you see these movies that come out of Hollywood, uh, Close Encounters, that sort of thing. They are acclimating uh, the public to the fact that the aliens are real, and the fact is that they've been here a long time, and they're going to intermix with humanity. That's what all these movies really are about. They are, it's called the Acclimation Project, and I believe it's done by world intelligence agencies to get uh, people acclimated to the fact we're not alone, we're going to be visited, they're good people, basically, um, but they have the aliens have a good cop bad cop routine, which uh, you know um, Larry would be well aware of as a detective. You you find this guy that's committed a crime, and so you soften him up with a good cop. You give him coffee and donuts and all that good stuff. You're friendly with him, and then you send in this very angry cop. And they work this psychological warfare. Well, this is what's going on with the arrival. Some of these uh, entities are, as Dr. Salah and the rest of them have come out and said, are very evil. But some of them are very benevolent and want well for mankind. But the problem is they're all fallen ones, as far as the Bible says. This is a delusion. So you work your work. Anyway, she says, there is rage in their heart. They will come again, and mankind shall be a tiny enemy, greatly devastated and defeated before them. And for this evil you people have done to invite them to bring here to the world I made, I say, woe, woe, woe unto you. For from this time on, until my appearing, desolations are determined, even until the time of the end. In a very near time to come, fallen beings will, again, against the constant lies of major governments worldwide, they will appear to humanity and make themselves known to all. Now, I'll break in here. That's exactly what Noah's in the book Phoenix Rising says, it will be the aliens themselves who will uh, conduct their operations. Anyway, uh, they will openly come because the government will not admit it totally. They're admitting some of it. Anyway, they will appear to humanity and make themselves known to all. They will claim to be friendly helpers, enlightened ones, come to save us from ourselves and our basic crude ways of life, fighting wars, sickness, dying early, etc. And they will bring technology we've never seen before, stuff that's absolutely amazing and out of this world. 
As a result, the hearts of almost everyone will be open to talk and partner with them. The majority of people will openly receive them, but that is the worst deception mankind will ever willingly or unknowingly participate in. That joyful reception is how humanity's death warrant are signed. That's how flesh will be ripped from bone in so many nations by us allowing these abominations to come here and live with us under false names that they'll think up for themselves. <laughs> what do you think, Larry? Well, that makes perfect sense, and biblically it supports it. And also, I was going to mention how that uh, you remember that uh, Satan was in the garden. You know, he was wearing a reptilian skin then, a yep. serpent skin. And uh, then, ironically, I was thinking, you know, that they come in another, or it comes in another skin. And I was thinking, it reminds me a lot of the uh, movie V, where the reptilians literally came in a fake skin that looked human. Yes. People, if you haven't seen the movie V, (laughs) go get it. It's a series. But I tell you what, it has more real stuff in it. And you, and here's another one headline. Does the Vatican know what is headed towards Earth? Now, this may be the destroyer they're talking about. And are they preparing to bow before the alien savior? And this is from a um, professor, Vatican University, can't pronounce his name. Very soon we will not have to deny our Christian faith. But there is information coming from another world. And once it is confirmed, it is going to require a rereading of the gospel as we know it. That's exactly what Noise says. So anyway, well, go ahead and there you go. Go, go ahead, ahead and pronounce his name. I can't. Let me, let me see if I can go back to where it was. Professor G I U E. S-E-P-P-E, Tenzella Netti, N-I-T-T-I. Oh, yeah, Giuseppe, Giuseppe, yeah. That's going to be the, uh, you're aware of Paola Harris, the Italian journalist that, that was so yes. big into the big tall whites with, with Charles Hall and all of that. And uh, Paola Harris, this is the Vatican guy that she dealt with a lot, and he told her that they had, that the Vatican, you you know, he had basically... Uh, begun a diplomatic corps or an ambassador group dealing with the Vatican that were going to address these uh, so-called aliens when they arrived and set up, uh, I guess you could say, dialogue with them and and establish uh, locations for them to kind of like an embassy, if you will, and so, yeah, that that's the guy that uh, she she said was really involved in in the preparation of the arrival. So that that's well, important. Yes, um, everything that's going on right now is <laughs> last day stuff, folks. I mean, it really is. Um, what did you want to bring up, Larry? Well, I was going to also bring up. Uh, you know, I I shared a little bit on. Uh, Wednesday night show, I was talking about, you know, and for people that hadn't read the original Dune by Frank Herbert, you might, well, you know, I hate to tell anybody to read a book or or watch a television show or watch a movie because there's so many people out there that don't believe Christians are supposed to read books or watch movies or even watch television. And, uh, you know, to get around all those, though, that don't believe that, uh, some of the best clues in the universe are on a movie or a book yes. or a TV yep. show. And and with that being said, uh, that movie, you know, I'm, I'm really shocked that the guy named Frank Herbert, okay, he reminds me of a Tom Clancy a little bit. It's a, and a, to me, that type of guy is somebody that knows way too much about uh, what's coming to write a novel, okay? It's almost mm-hmm. like he's prophetic in a way. 
And what's interesting was the fact, and we, we leave it out, we leave this out of the arrival, but I don't believe it's, it's left out. I think with them, some of the technology that they're going to bring that's going to be mind-blowing to the human race is going to be AI. I absolutely believe that. Yep. And in Frank, in Frank Herbert's uh, original Dune, and that I can't remember, 1950, I think, or somewhere in there is when he wrote that, it was incredibly, incredibly uh, interesting because of the fact that AI, artificial intelligence, if people don't know what I'm talking about when I say AI, uh, and that's what really we actually uh, Biden's already created uh, uh, executive orders to bring it into being, and then you know let's just go. Musk is big into it, and and I guess yep. the world group is a big into it. But anyway. Um, I'll mention this real quick. There was a Brady on broadcast on news December the 7th, and uh, here's the headline. Human forces will be forced to detonate an EMP weapon to stop the AI robot apocalypse. And guess what? <clears throat> In the original Dune, and in Dune, what you didn't find, Brian Herbert, his uh, son, later with the notes that he had left from Frank Herbert, um, he actually showed that Dune, as it was projected, was written most of it after a time that AI had almost taken over the complete universe uh, where Dune exists and all of this, and that they had uh, they had a great war. Humans were fighting AI and AI mechanisms and and AI uh, aircraft, you know. <clears throat> and with that going on, what was interesting was the fact they did have nukes back then in Dune when it was written, and they used some of those EMP weapons on AI. And, and, of course, they outlawed AI after that in, in Dune, and you only get a little bit of it in Frank Herbert's Dune, which is a really, really, really big book. But it also has a lot of things in there, like other creatures and, and such. It, it really folds itself, if you read much of it, into uh, things that Frank Herbert shouldn't have known about. And with yep. that being said, in Dune, also in Dune, was a... I guess you could say an Earth, the old Earth, they called it, in Dune, and most people had never read that, so they don't, don't know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> but the old Earth was where a lot of them came from when they scattered all to the stars. <clears throat> but it's really, really interesting, and I, I do believe that where we're going right now, it, it's uh, we're going to <clears throat> see AI specifically involved, and I'm not even sure, really, that some of the fallen angelic creatures don't have artificial intelligence beings and entities that are involved in all of this. But listen to this. I wanted to share this real quick here because this is from, uh, they're going to make a movie if, if we have enough time. We probably will. Um, we probably don't want to have enough time, but we'll probably have it. But uh, when there's a, movie that's going to be made from one of the Dune after books, and it's going to be called Dune, the Sisterhood. And one of those things that's involved in that book, I don't know how they'll play it in the movie, but in the book itself, it clearly lays out AI and the war about AI and all of that. But listen to this. <clears throat> this is interesting. The journal from Erasmus, the robot of the thinking machines, and you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. the thinking machines, which are AI, they're, they're self-aware, they're self-protected, and they hate mankind. But anyway, listen to the quote that it says in the journal. Listen to this. Given enough time, they will forget. In other words, the humans will forget. You know, and, and what's being said here is the humans created artificial intelligence and machines that took over our universe and begun to decimate and destroy the human race. And there was a great war. And so we got rid, we used uh, atomics and we used those bombs, kind of like in the movie uh, uh, Dune, actually. And we got rid of those things. But the journals from AI says, 
given enough time, they will forget. In other words, the humans will forget, and they will create us all over again. Now, when I read that, Stuart, I remembered Ecclesiastes says, nothing new under the sun. So to me, that meant that probably before, well, probably multiple civilizations on this planet in no telling how many years of the past have had AI and lost it. But then each civilization reaches the point where they create it all over again, just like this little journal speak that, you know, I read. Yep. And, and I really believe that's true. I believe that before the, when the, uh, you know, I know the Bible doesn't clearly lay it out, but I do believe that there was a lot of artificial intelligence and, and we've got all kind of Egyptian and, and Akkadian, uh, you know, we found uh, writings that, uh, that preclude that uh, technology was great back then before the flood. After the yes. flood, not so great. But yet, here we are, we've already created iPhones, we've already created computers, we've already created IA now, Google has done it, to where that when they turned it loose, it could actually speak and, and, uh, and use all different languages, and some of them they didn't even know the languages AI was using. AI created its own language, and they had to pull the plug because it was self-aware, it was taken over by itself. So, Stuart, we're almost to the point we're doing it again. Yeah, we are. In fact, that ties right into uh, what's going on with uh, Pfizer, Moderna, the World Health Organization, uh, World Economic Forum, the UN, um, WHO, and et cetera. It's a jab. And I did a little research, and uh, just a little bit of it here, mRNA invades your cells and reprograms your DNA and then replicates by spreading throughout the body. The nanoparticles within also are programmed to gather together and create what appears to be receivers and transmitters, computer chips, that wire you into the G5. Now they're talking G6, G all the way to G10. It wires you into the grid system, Queen Beehive, a hybrid, non-redeemable human that appears to be finalized by the Mark system, an agreement or consent or loyalty oath to the world system of mammon, the final apex of Satan's system, all designed to ensnare and trap its victims to get them on a treadmill of work, entertainment, sleep, and then work over and over and over again. So busy in the world, remember what I just read to you from Celestial, uh, how the Lord was saying, you guys are all so busy in the world. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so busy in the world and world media propaganda that they become children of the world and never figure out the prison house excuse me, are there spiritual destitution? And that's why billions are lost. This is why Jesus came here to present another way. Everybody says, well, he brought a religion. We call it Christianity. Actually, no, he did not. What Jesus Christ brought is so profound and so deep, it surpasses all religions, all philosophies, everything you think you know. But because people will not enter in and walk the walk, it's never revealed to them. When Jesus said you're in a prison house, when Jesus said you are spiritually totally blind, he wasn't kidding. (laughs) He wasn't kidding at all, folks. That's why he brought what he brought with him. And mankind immediately rejected it all because it is so profound. And really what he's talking about is just the opposite of what I read. Getting out of the world, not getting into the world. And Satan sets his trap through mammon. And uh, we're watching the destruction of humanity right now all over. And the CDC and the WHO and 
FDA and all those are involved in this last day. In fact, here's the CDC director is once again asking Americans to mask up. Now, we warned you about this. They're not only going to ask you to mask up, they're going to mandate a vaccine, which will probably kill you, and they'll do social distancing. They will do lockdowns. They will do everything they can because these guys, these rich men of the earth, are not going to back off. They're going to kill you. They don't want you around, and I don't know why people can't get that through their heads. And they're going to use economic collapse, World War III, or anything they can dream up, such as a new variant that's deadly. Uh, what's the deal, Larry, with this banking possible banking collapse that's going on? Now, here's covert intel. $34 trillion in U.S. treasuries said to be worthless. Claims that the Bank of Japan, Federal Reserve, collapse after Russia signs currency PEG agreements with the Saudis, the UA, uh, the United Arab Emirates, and OPEC. Uh, have you heard any more about this banking collapse in Japan? No, but it, it's interesting that uh, what you read, I don't know if it's on his website anymore, he got... The, the within hours of posting what you just read and also the said intel reports that said this is just destroyed the US petrodollar bank of Ch japan federal reserve softbank just collapsed they're keeping that absolutely if, if true they're keeping that absolutely secret but within hours of him posting that hal turner his entire website 6200 something articles vanished uh, he received an extreme, what he called an extreme cyber attack, and and uh, everything was gone. Um, what do you think? I think that's probably very true. I've actually had that happen to me. I could, I produce a prophetic insider monthly, and I've had them just vanish. They're no, they're not found on the computer anywhere. <laughs> Anyway, I wanted to read David Wilkinson, part of David Wilkinson's vision on this economic, because this is going to affect you folks, every one of you. In this vision, I saw five terrible calamities coming to America and the world. I'm only going to do the, the uh, world, the recession. First of all, a worldwide recession caused by economic confusion, I saw in my vision at most a few more fat, flourishing years, and then an economic recession that is going to affect the lifestyle of every wage earner in the world. The world economists are going to be at a loss to explain what's happening. In other words, it's supernatural. It's going to start in Germany and spread to Japan, and it goes around the world, finally, to the United States. Large and trusted corporations are going to go bankrupt. Many churches are going to go into bankruptcy. Some missionary projects are going to flounder. And one of the clearest messages I have received from God in my life is this. Use the next good few years to prepare for a financial crisis. So get your house in order because hard times are coming. And then he talks about nature having labor pains, supernatural signs and changes that can't be explained by men, worldwide disasters that we are witnessing. I see as labor pains in nature, and uh, they're going to become more and more frequent and more intense the closer we get to the birth of the kingdom of God. I saw major earthquakes coming to the United States. Worldwide famine, especially in China, India, and Russia. I saw the world's food supplies completely dwindled, millions starving. I saw a coming a new type of cosmic storm appearing as a raging fire in the sky, leaving a kind of vapor trail. I think that's a destroyer, Larry. I think that's what he's talking about. 
tornadoes, hailstorms, floods, and hurricanes are going to pound the earth with such intensity and violence that all mankind is going to have to admit that the world is under supernatural siege. All of nature is under control. We hear earthquakes, famines, pestilence, hailstorms, killer heat waves, floods, drastic weather changes are breaking all past records. All you got to do is turn on your TV, folks. It looks like nature is out of control. But God's word is clearly, clearly predicted. This is what's going to come. The wrath of God is to be outpoured on this earth through an unleashed fury of nature because God is warning mankind that judgment is coming. These are the labor pains as we get closer to the birth of his kingdom and more frequent and intensive we'll get until the birth takes place. Now, noise in Phoenix, rising, said the same thing. And she also said that the stock market was going to go to zero. Now, I don't know how you wrap your mind around that. It will go to zero, she, she says. That's what she was shown. Months of total chaos, six months, she said, of total chaos and confusion. All real estate transactions cease. She claims you are wherever you are. Uh, and I think we are right on that precipice. What do you think, Larry? With all the rumors and the banking, uh, they're collapsing. They're branches. The last word I had was one of the big banks is closing down a hundred of their branch deals as they get ready, I believe, for the digital wallet and digital currencies. What do you think? Oh, yeah, and, and by the way, I'm hearing intelligence that uh, Biden is about to sign some new executive orders dealing with uh, not only the monetary thing, but with the, the uh, shortages, the uh, supply line breakages. And, and, of course, the Biden administration has been real big into causing this. I mean, they've done it on purpose. So <laughs> yeah. you can imagine that if he issues executive orders, there'll be executive orders to control your buying and transportation of what you bought is what I figure. But I was going to mention real quick here, uh, and I think I sent you a link uh, to this song. Uh, you know, the Lord always, you know, he's always dropping clues. He's always out there sending a witness, whether you like it or not, whether you want it or not. These things yeah. happen. I mean, and I try to let them out. But anyway, this morning on the war room, Steve Bannon had on a, uh, a singer. Uh, she's a songwriter. Uh, she's an actor. She's a, a, a Christian. She and she sang songs. And anyway, her last song that she had written and sang was 11 years ago. So basically, 10 or 11 years have gone by in her life, and she's been basically quiet. Well, suddenly, and then she was on Steve Bannon this morning. He said, "Why in the world did you decide all of a sudden?" Just over, just suddenly, I've got to write this song and, and put it out. And she says, well, it was inspired. She says, I felt completely inspired and said, I went right to work and did it. And the name of the song, Stuart, is, listen to the title, Modern Day Holy War. <laughs> and yeah. uh, anyway, uh, she said, uh, said, this new song is created by me as a song for people that don't want to see the truth that we find ourselves in the middle of a holy war. And uh, it's actually on, I think I sent you a YouTube link. She don't think it'll be on YouTube long. They're good at cutting people away that say, yeah, I'll say the wrong thing. But it's also on Rumble, and her website, if people want to go there, is Lady No Grady. That's Lady N-O. G-R-A-D-Y dot com. That's her website where the song is. And uh, it's interesting. And, and this re really made me think, if you'll remember, that author, Jamie Lee Gray, that I talk about occasionally that's been writing books about Babylon and the end times mm -hmm. and all of this. One of her books uh, was titled Holy War. I posted it on my blog a few times just to indicate we are having a holy war without yes, me saying are. that much about it. 
And that's the only book I asked her one time. I said, is there any way I could ever get a hard copy of that? And she said, absolutely not. No one will print it. And so anyway, uh, but this new song just came out, and Steve Bannon had her on as a guest today, but it's uh, her name is Nicole Nograde, and it's named Modern Day Holy War. Well, it's the Psalm 2 war. It's the greatest of all the wars. This is a, Folks, I know people don't believe Satan exists. And if they don't believe Satan exists, then there's absolutely no reason for Christ to have come down here in the first place. So I don't know how the mind works on some of those people, but uh, if they don't believe that Satan exists, they don't believe that Christ really exists, uh, and this is Christians. These are surveys that have been run on Christians. And they don't believe any of this stuff. They don't have a biblical worldview at all. Um, they don't even know what the Bible says. They're led astray by the preachers, teachers, and evangelists of today. And it's just, it's, <laughs> it's sad to watch, but the Bible prophets said this was coming. Jesus said it was coming. Jesus, speaking through Peter, warned us about all of this how they would speak evil about the narrow way of Jesus, the way of the truth, and it would be evil spoken of. And that's exactly what's going on. But the Holy War, uh, Psalm 2, I want to, this leads right into Senator Graham. Larry sent this to me. So blinking red lights, this is Senator Graham speaking. So blinking red lights, analogy about 9-11, all the lights were blinking red before 9-11, apparently. Obviously, all of us missed it. Would you say there's multiple blinking red lights out there? FBI Director Ray, and I don't care for Ray at all, but anyway. I see blinking lights everywhere I turn. Senator Graham, one of my concerns is after this withdrawal from Afghanistan, we put international terrorism on steroids. Are you concerned that international terrorism threats to the homeland are rising as the southern border continues to be broken? Ray, I am concerned that we are in a heightened threat environment from foreign terrorist organizations for a whole host of reasons, and obviously their ability to exploit any port of entry, including our southwest border. We have seen an increase of so-called KSTS, known as suspected terrorists, attempting to cross over the last five years. Folks, <laughs> our borders are wide open, and God himself made it so. We read to you from Jeremiah. This is part of the judgment. We are now probably almost totally infiltrated by fifth column operations and that is a fifth column is a military invasion of a nation where they come in disguised as illegal aliens civilians types when in reality they're actually military and they come into the nation and they wait for the nation to be totally destabilized and then they rise up and take our, take us down anyway last words Larry Yep. Ray knows all about that because Nicole Sy, and, uh, who works for Miles Guo, who's in prison right now, federal prison with no charges, he came to America and he said, James Ray is one of those that works for China. And look where he's at. And the one before him, the tall guy, I can't remember his name right this minute, yep. uh, he also, they said he also worked for China. So... We've already been betrayed. I, I can't believe people are still waiting for it to happen. I know. I know. Here's something that's kind of interesting. As a classified briefing in the U.S. House of Representatives this week, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin actually threatened members of Congress with international war against Russia if they don't continue funding billions into Ukraine. And I'll, one last one. Russia threatens military strikes on the Western countries if the Ukraine's newly donated F-16s are based in any NATO territory. Folks, 
it's just a question of time before this thing explodes. Any last final word, Larry? You got ten seconds. Well, keep that uh, even. Keep that spiritual seatbelt buckled. Yes. Yep. We're we're running into uh, something that is going to be so profound and so evil, folks. Heads up. Take care. Good night.